Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Hey, What the Suck family. As you may have noticed, we recently switched to Anchor for our podcast hosting needs. That's right. We were using another site that had us paying 20 bucks a month for services such as unlimited uploading, unlimited hosting, and distribution. Anchor will distribute your podcast to Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and many more, and they do it all for free. They make it super easy to create and start your podcast directly from their site. You can record and edit directly on the Anchor website or app directly from your phone. It's your one-stop shop for everything you need to create your own show. They will even help you find sponsors to fund your project. Just go to anchor.fm and get started today. There really is no easier way to do it. Welcome back to What the Suck Podcast. I'm James. And I'm Chris. And we are ready for, well, what we got here? Episode 8. Ocho, the Ocho. And today's motion, motion, motion? Motion. <laughs> today's Osho motion picture. That's staying in. That is staying in. That's staying in. Today's motion picture is Horrible House on the Hill, a.k.a. Tantrums, a.k.a. Devil 5, I think. Devil Times 5. Devil Times 5. And I believe there's AKA one more. People Toys. People this Toys. This movie has four fucking names. And I can probably understand why. They probably had to try to sell it four times to get it get over the finish line. And I guess they settled on Horrible House on the Hill. Because that seems to be the most prevalent title out there when you do a search for this movie. It is. But I think it's actually the worst of the titles. I'd rather go with like Devil Times 5. That sounds a little... Devil Times 5 is cool. But I don't. the problem is they don't explain the premise of the movie. So why don't you go ahead and run down the... Alright, so let's see. It's a uh, 1974 American horror film directed 74. by... 74. Yep. I was seven years old and Chris wasn't even born yet. I got five years till I was born. <laughs> five years at this point. So we're going back old school on this one, guys. So it's a 1974 American horror film directed by Sean McGregor. And McGregor. McGregor. The movie stars Sorrel Brook, Gene Evans, Shelley Morrison, and Leif Garrett. For the now, young viewers who don't know who that is... Just use Google. Leaf Garrett? Yeah, no kidding. Um, but, a little piece of trivia before we go. Does anybody know who Sorrel Book is? Uh, I don't think so. He is none other than, this will also be for the older listeners, 
Boss Hog from Dukes oh, of Hazard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for younger viewers, we're not talking about the shitty movie with Johnny Knoxville. We're talking about the original yes. show. John Schneider John and Tom Schneider Pat, Denver and Tom Pyle, Pat. and yep. Catherine Bach. Yeah. Uh, ask your parents. Actually, probably ask your grandparents at this point, but that's where the term Daisy Dukes comes from. That's right. Uh, now, back on track. It also stars <laughs> Leaf's real-life sister, Dawn Lynn Garrett. And their real-life mother, Carolyn Steller. Uh, Carolyn Steller is their real-life mother, and she has a pair of Steller Carolyns in the movie, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, The film follows a group of sociopathic homicidal children who survive (laughs) a car accident in the mountains. The murderous fivesome seek refuge in a rural chalet... Inhabited by several vacationing adults, and I use the term adults very loosely. Yeah, this, damn. Yeah, it's this. This is not one of those uh, vintage horror movies you you often hear about as being a classic. Yep. Yeah. So we've got. Uh, let's see. Directed by Sean McGregor, as I as I mentioned, also by David Sheldon, but he goes uncredited. So. He'd probably he'd probably wish he'd stayed uncredited. That's probably what he said. Leave me off of this yeah, shit. Yeah. So I, I sorry, David. I just busted your shit all up. Um, produced by Michael Blowitz and Dylan. J- <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's an appropriate name because the fucker blew it. Yeah, so he, they, they he blows it big time. They're swinging a miss. You got that. And right. Dylan Jones, written by Dylan Jones, screenplay by Sandra Lee Blowitz. Oh, they, they they blew it twice. Got a family affair going on. Yeah, here. and John Duran starring Swell Brook, as you mentioned, as Harvey Beckman, Gene Evans as Papa Doc, uh, Taylor Locker as Rick, Joe McCall as Julie, Shelley Morrison as Ruth, Carolyn Steller, haha, as Lovely. It's a dumbass name. Uh, John Duran as Ralph, Leif Garrett as David, the leader of the wannabe. Children of the Corn. That's another old reference. Ask your parents. Uh, Gail Smile. Smale? Smale? And, uh, hey, Smiles. Yeah, Gail Schmuck. Uh, Don Lynn. Terry. Uh, Tier Turner and Tia Thompson. R- music by William Luce. Cinematography by Paul Hip and Michael Shea. Uh, distributed by Cinemation Industries. Released in May 31st. 1974, so we're getting close to the anniversary date of this piece of shit. That's right. Holy crap. So, uh, yeah, this movie is an oldie, but not goodie. Uh, I'll save the the final score for later, but um, yeah, this... uh, First of all, I just want to say, as someone who was born at the end of of the 70s, but, you know, because you know how every decade works... You, you end one decade, but that decade sort of proliferates through like the first three or four years of the new decade. So, mm-hmm. you know, through 83, you still had a lot of the 70s sort of uh, culture going on. So I still I still, I still still remember a lot of it. But I do definitely love the fact that this is a 74 movie. And it, it, it it's a movie set in present time in 74. So you get all the great fashion. Yep. Great, great vehicles. Unfortunately, you don't get any of the great music. Well, actually, the music to me, well, we'll get to that later when we talk about it, but the music to me is um, strangely entertaining, and it's, it adds oh, to the comic, yeah, it adds yeah, yeah. to the comical aspect of the movie, yeah. because there is some, 
There is some uh, yuck yuck worthy. Right. <laughs> what I mean is that we don't get any of the great seventies rock and roll. No. There's no. There's no actual like official like songs or anything. In no, here. it's more like seventies porn music mixed yeah. with like mixed with like seventies Brady Bunch slash detective shows slash drama shows. All different kinds of music. Kinds I mean, of... it is all over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place. But it, it, it's, I, I, again, I love the, the, the setting. I love the, the fashion. I love to see, you know, it's a glimpse into uh, that, that decade, that time era. And it's really cool to see it. Because all the movies we've done so far have been present day for the most pretty part. Pretty much, yeah. Think. I was going to say, yeah, pretty much everything we've done has at least been in the 2000s. Yeah. So I don't it, think this is the first one, you know, since... From the last century, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so far, this is, this is the first one we've done prior to 2000. So it's it's good yep. to go back, and you know, a lot of these older movies aren't aren't are classics, but there's a, a lot more that are not classics. So, um, looking forward to getting into this, to, to diving deep into the horrible House on the Hill, and and I'm see not. just. <laughs> and you know, it actually earns its name, Horrible House, because it's 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 pretty horrible. But without further ado. Let's rock. Let's do it. Let's get this over with. Everyone has a secret nightmare about the ugliest way to die. Whatever yours may be, now it lives. What are you yelling about? People. Little people. If you take them in, you'll be taken in. Because there is no way to survive the devil times five. kids you gotta be kidding whatever you think they are they're not whatever you think they won't do they will what are they they're piranha you mean you beat those little babies to those big ugly things here you want to feel <gasps> not since village of the damned has death become so brutal or survival so hopeless. One by one. Body by body. Death will come in its most dreaded form. They bring their own omen. And it is written in blood. The devil times five leaves nobody alive. Well, this one's interesting. Mm -hmm. The Brady family murders, I want to call this one. I swear. <laughs> the music is hilarious. Yeah, music is so 70s funny. 70s porn style. 
I mean, they get the it starts out, you know, credits of course, and this yellow van rolling down the uh, rolling down the street, just chilling, playing some music. Just, I'm like, what the hell? And all of a sudden, for no reason, some bitch loses control. Yeah. And the van goes off the road, and you see him try to reach down to hit what we think is the brake. But if anybody's watching carefully, you see him mash the bur- the uh, accelerator. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For some damn reason, so the van just rolls down the hill, kablam, kablam. I mean, rolls over like twenty times. Yeah, and and then like towards the end of it, and like they put it in slow mo for like the last thirty seconds, and so the the wreck lasts for about five minutes. And you're watching it, <laughs> and, and and so for our younger listeners, uh, in 1974. Some places did not require seatbelts, so the people that were in the back of the van would not have been strapped in. As the van's rolling down, pay attention to see the side doors pop wide open. Wide open. Nobody flies out. We don't see anybody flying out. There should have been all kinds of kids flying out that fucking thing. Okay, so first of all, when you're transporting transporting a bunch of crazy-ass kids anyway, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which we had no idea were in the van, right? although the movie and the synopsis explains that they are part of the movie it doesn't tell you where they come from mm-hmm. well anyway when, to tra- when you're transporting crazy ass kids you don't let them just roam freely about the cabin no. you have them secured and of course you know after the wreck there's not a scratch on any of them oh they're all perfectly fine they're, they're all, all perfectly fine. fine all the adults are dead but they wander off they walk out and funny thing is i actually like the kids most movies, kids are annoying to me, you know, because they overact or they're just annoying or whatever. But I actually like them, including Little Leaf Garrett. Little Leaf or should Garrett. I say Leif? I don't Leif. know how you pronounce it. But, uh, so, and it's just too funny. I mean, they're the little, uh, little soldier boy. Yeah. He's uh, funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they actually annoy the shit out of me. All of them. All of them annoy <laughs> the shit out of me. Because... Maybe it's not just them. Maybe it's the fact that we don't get a lot of background about who they are or what their names are or anything like that. They're just all of a sudden they're just there. And like the kid with the military, the wannabe military kid is annoying as fuck. Well, so far in my book, this is just me, of course, I give the kids higher marks for acting than the the adults in this movie thus far, which is pretty pathetic. That's pretty pathetic, yeah. Because right after the wreck, all of a sudden the happy music starts again. And here's our... Two other stars of the movie just rolling along. Yeah, uh, Rick and uh, Julie. Rick and Julie, yes. Yeah. So they're planning they're they're planning a, a trip. They're going to stay at Julie's dad's house for a weekend or Papa his, Doc. Papa Doc. Yeah. And uh, because he's going to give Rick a job doing some shit or whatever. Anyway. Well, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and we've noticed uh, the car. Of course, they have a perfectly, uh, well, it's not even a plowed road. I mean, the the, the road has two sections for tires, obviously, yeah. that have been traveled. And these bozos are driving in the snow. Yeah. I, I don't, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. No, it's, it's, no, no. It's boring, drawn out. The The music's the most entertaining part. That's why I was getting a kick out of it. The music makes me laugh. It's ridiculous. So basically, and then they go back to the kids. Getting out of the van, they're uh-huh. all talking. Uh-huh. They all start to walk away and hear the shout of some little, little, little uh, another one of the little brats that are in the van. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm still alive in here. <laughs> <laughs> great acting, by the way. Great acting. Great yeah. A 
Academy Award winning acting. Well, this, right this now. well, this comes in. Bring in. This is Leif Garrett's entrance. Yes, he's the one still in the band. So and they get what him an out, entrance, and they get him out, and they take off on a trek. They just blindly take off in a specific direction. I don't know why. You know, there's no reason to it. Nope. They just grab it and start walking. Yep. Don't yep. even care. And for some reason. This 19, every time they show these kids walking through the snow, this 1940s alien invasion music comes yeah, on. Yeah, it's the weirdest fucking and thing. Like, Wee! It's like outer the, limits the crap the, the and theremin. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's so fucking, it doesn't, it, <laughs> it doesn't go with the tone at all. Yep, and then they go back to the house, of course, shows the adults getting to the house, and they're introduced to Ralph, who is a, how, how will we he's, put it? He's, he's slow. He's simple. He's yes. a little slow. He's, he's a little of simple. mice and men, Lenny. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Even got his webbits. He does got his webbits. Okay, and there's a scene in there that's. I I guess it for me. I, I mean, for the seventies, yes, but in 2019, scene would not fly. I mean, I I I've seen some shit in some movies, and but this was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, because she was sitting here ordering this. Uh, who, who's, Miss, who, who's sitting there? Little Miss Big Titties. Lovely. Uh, lovely. I mean, her name is Lovely. I didn't. I wasn't saying lovely to the Big Titties. I was saying her <laughs> name is Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I wouldn't say love, but whatever. Anyway, yeah. So Lovely is 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 doing what now? Well, she's sitting in the room ordering uh, Ralph around. Just tells him go do this, go do that. Rub my feet. Do this. Oh, you you're strong. Here, pick me up. Put me on the bed. And then starts basically to make fun of him and laughing at him, you know, orders him, hey, take your pants down. So he does it. Yeah, she's harassing and, him. And it just, it was just a weird scene and yeah, they probably could have left that out. But yeah. she was basically trying to take advantage of the guy. Yeah. And his simple-mindedness. And it was just weird. I mean, I know, yeah, it's a stupid movie, but still. I was Pretty like, uncomfortable, though. It's, eh. like, it's like, wow. But 74, yeah. PC it's was not, didn't exist. And, you sexually know, harassing. I don't, and I don't like boy. PC for my, you know, personally. But still, this was a little bit of a stretch, even for back then. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Um, and then we go to uh, enter, uh, what was the uh, blonde? Julie. I'm not good with names. Julie. Julie. Yeah. <laughs> He's the name guy. Yep. Julie comes walking in there and tells Ralph, pull up your damn pants and get out of here and <laughs> all this other crap. So he's like, okay. Yeah. You know, he does his thing and he starts wandering up. She's like, close the door, George. Ralph, or whatever the hell his name is, George. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can I help a, you catch a mouse, it's George? Ralph. It's Ralph. That's right. It's Ralphie. Yeah. And uh, so he leaves the room and the blonde starts talking smack because apparently they'd both been with the same dude. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, Rick. With, with, yeah, Rick the Terry Bradshaw looking motherfucker. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the 70s porn stash. Yeah. Rocking it. Yeah, well, we anyway. Get, we get a great cat fight a la Star Trek. Uh, it was, oh. Like, I, I really was waiting for the dun 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 Yeah, music That's right. In. Yeah, it was boom, boom, really, boom, 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 really bad. Yeah. You got to finish it up, man. It just, it don't work unless you do the whole uh, thing. But I, anyway. <laughs> I, I finished it. It's finished. The cat fight was finished. The cat fight was ridiculous. It yeah. was almost slow motion. Yeah. Choreographed, laying, I mean, it was, it was bad. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. And then in walks the drunk. Um, 
Ruth. The drunk woman, Ruth, and she's like, what are you doing? Trying out for the Olympics? Yeah. Oh, ho, 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 It's stupid. So, so far, this is, it's pretty mind-numbingly boring. Yes, it is. Uh, unfortunately, but it goes right along with, uh, the theme here. Yeah, the, script, the script is non-existent at this point. I think, I think, every, I think everyone is ad-libbing in this entire yep. movie. And then we cut over to the... 40s alien invasion music again. And here comes our five little creeps coming over the hill. Yeah, I, I guess that's the children's theme song is that weird invasion music. It seems like it. Yeah. And it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, so they make their way into the basement. Yeah. You know, and there's only four of them. The other one stays outside to check out the house. Let's not forget that they're being followed by the driver of the van who this apparently was alive, so he's following them. That either one of their keepers or whatever doctor I think he was. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, you see him stagger out of the van eventually and start heading out, and he's talking to himself the whole time, and he's yeah. in pursuit. Luckily, yeah. luckily, there's snow, so he's able to follow their footy prints. Yeah, so then they get to the house... And then it goes into this 45-minute fucking slow-mo... <laughs> what appeared to be. It of felt them, like it. it felt like 45 minutes of them getting ready to kill the guy. As soon as he walks in, it just it goes on Which, forever. I'm sorry, but they don't even know that he's following them yet. They just... They, I know they made reference to it. Yeah. They said, well, how do we know he's not going to come get us? Did anybody check to see if he was alive? And, blah, blah. and they just walked off. And I'm sorry, but... How do you prepare for something you don't know? But yeah. anyway, these little creeps make it into the basement. The Devil Five. The, the Devil Times Five. <laughs> devil Times Five. Yeah. They make it into the basement. They got uh, Sister Sister Mary Fu on the on the pitchfork, <laughs> and then we got little GI Joe on the hammer, and we got uh, Leif Garrett. Leif <laughs> Garrett with with some sort of weird little, pipe. Little, little tiger beat on, and then, on the uh, pipe. Yeah. Little girl with the fish doll isn't doing shit just standing there and then the other girl went off to do a perimeter check uh and they they, they the, the movie is in slow-mo for about three minutes at least while they beat this man he wanders in he follows the footprints i don't know how he caught up with them so fast because they were walking for a good hour or so before i think he popped out of the van but yeah. then again i don't know yeah you know time has no meaning here i guess nothing yeah. has meaning in this movie well, he, yeah pretty much it's pretty mind-numbing yeah anyway he walks in there and they proceed to slowly <laughs> it's like playing 16 rpm on the 78 rpm record is yeah. i mean just real slow the the everything slowed down the the film colors changed i guess i don't even know what the hell yeah it, but anyway she 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 forks this guy good in the back yeah he walks through there and puts him on the deck and they come in there and they beat the snot out of this guy for like the next five minutes in slow motion. Oh my god, it's so... Feel free to fast forward because yes. eventually little G.I. Joe does a karate chop, you know, I don't know, flying... Oh, when he, when he stabs <laughs> him with a knife? Oh, by flying, the way, yeah. yeah. So the kill the kill shot is when they kick, they turn him over and uh, G.I. Ho <laughs> grabs his knife out and goes to do a stab and stabs him like right in like like in the chest or whatever but pay attention as soon as he brings a knife down onto the guy take a look in your 
upper left-hand corner of the screen, you will see one of the cameramen appear in the shot. For a what appears second. to be a shadow or the cameraman himself. I yeah. think it's a shadow, but yeah. I think it's a cameraman because uh, there's there's no one else in the room besides those those people. So Pretty poor edit. Yeah. yeah. And the shadow was way taller than the kids, so yeah. it wasn't one of the kids casting a shadow. So, yeah. so uh, uh, yeah. So then they kill him. So that's the first kill of the movie and the, and the only one for the next 45 fucking minutes yes oh my god what what happens in the next 40 minutes there all we're treated to is a couple of cheesy attempts at sex uh-huh yeah yeah pretty bad uh yeah. we get to watch boss hog work out oh that's <laughs> that's so much fun and, and in his underwear so it's basically more characterization i'm, I'm sensing a, a theme coming along here lately you know we got Two back-to-back movies with 45 minutes of, of character, development. character development. We have to yeah. watch out for that because, you know, oh it's just God. not where we want to go with it. No, no, but we don't. So far, that's about where we've come to it. And, yeah, you so, know, we're still waiting for something important to happen. Yeah, so nothing. It, it's just been learning about these characters and, and what they're doing, who they are. Boss Hog is this weak, spineless <laughs> glutton of a man who who wants the job that that papa doc has given to uh rick instead but he can't bring himself to stand up for himself and his wife's a drunk who just makes fun of him all the time yep and then the kids make their way into the living room oh yeah and everybody and this is where you know everybody's like oh look at there's people there's little people in the room down here yeah they they just appear they walk down here nobody says nothing nope Nobody's calling the cops. Nobody's calling child services, if they even existed in 74. I don't even know. Uh, they just take them in, feed them, put them, and then put them down to bed. And then it's like all hell's about to break loose, but they just don't know it. Oh, but th- it's it's taken us 46 minutes to, to get, get to, this to this point where they may actually start to do something. But uh, one kill in 46 minutes is a terrible, terrible, terrible ratio. It's brutal. I mean, I just, I, I, I yeah. So the another half hour of absolutely nothing, and then they finally get another kill, which is the Ralph guy. Yes, but he actually kills himself. Yeah, by uh, accident. As with everything else in this film, it's totally unclear because the editing is just so bad. It just cuts from thing to thing. Uh, just brace, folks, because this the last few minutes of this thing is going to be all over the place because basically the editing just went to complete shit yeah. the second half of this movie. Uh, the, the killing finally gets going. After they find Ralph hung up and they think the kids did it or something, they start getting suspicious. So the kids uh, start to plot. They, get, yeah. they start... They start organizing and start to individually annihilate the adults, starting with, I believe, Lovely, wasn't it? Lovely, the first one they killed with I the, think so. the, and they killed her when she was taking a bath. She right? went to take a bath and she screamed at one of the little kids who yelled, "I hate you," and she was in a hot bubble bath. Okay, this is important, and I guess the sister comes in. Uh, uh, sister whatever sister, sister mary, mary f you or whatever, or whatever yeah. Yeah. comes in shoves her head underwater and is holding her down so she's struggling and then all of a sudden you see the other little shit come in there and start flipping fish into mm-hmm. the water yeah she apparently somehow managed to get the piranhas into a pan yeah and, without without getting injured right and uh release them into the bathtub and so she gets piranha anybody 
anybody's got half a brain knows. A minute a freshwater fish hits hot water, it's going to go belly up. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it is a badass piranha. Yeah. It's but too- no. They they all they all start chewing on her well, super fish you and know. they they chew her to death. They basically bite. She bites the dust. Yeah. I mean, it tears her up. The blood effects are horrible. They didn't go, they they killed uh, uh, Boss Hog for that? Didn't they? Didn't David uh, Boss Hog? Let's see. David David because he was out uh, chopping wood. That's right. He was out chopping wood, out chopping and David wood. came up and wanted to help. And, and, and little leaf came up and and just chopped him in the back of the chopped head. Chopped him in the back of the head so and took him out. Boss Hog's dead. Then lovely, lovely gets killed. Lovely gets killed. Then who's next? Uh, next would be, I believe, gasoline lady. Ruth. Ruth gets killed. Yep, That's right. Ruth. I see. I got names for all of them, folks. I don't even want to remember their names. Because they all just they they, they die they all, and it's good. They all they all are the same level of suck. Yes. So and they kill her with piporin gasoline. Now I'm gonna tell you what. Of all the death scenes, I think this one was my was the one that was actually I would say the most effective. Okay. Uh, you know, with the you know they dump the the uh, gasoline, gasoline on her, on her yeah. from the second floor and douse yeah. her, and the little kid was looking at her, the one that she claims, I love you, and all this crap. And she throws the lighter and tortures her. And the screaming is actually quite uh, convincing. It's, yeah. It doesn't sound piped or faked or yeah. anything. Like it actually sounds like some real screaming. She's got a set of lungs on her, that lady. Of course, she lasted longer than most people that are completely ablaze. Yeah, and go fully and engulfed scre- on fire. And screaming like that, she would have scalded her lungs within seconds. But it's okay for yeah. the... You know, just for argument's sake. trying to bring logic go. into this movie, James. There's no logic in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the editing is a complete nightmare. It jumps all over the place. I mean, it. I yeesh. I yeah, mean, like, there's that scene where, like, after, after, uh, or before uh, Boss Hogg is killed, they're all in the living room talking, and she's laughing her ass off. And she's drunk, and she's laughing her ass off, and then all of a sudden, it just cuts to her sitting next to a window, drinking a bottle of liquor. Mm-hmm. Just it, a whole different room, whole different time, just cuts right to it, makes no sense, doesn't have any continuity whatsoever. Nope. Just, bam, just cuts. So, so anyway, so after Ruth dies, who dies after her? After um, Ruth, I believe the next one up is Papa Doc. Papa Doc, that's right. Papa Doc says, you little bastards. He gets pissed off because he killed her. And she starts running because he found out that, uh, you know what it was? He caught, uh, he saw them dragging, dragging lovely through the lovely snow. through the snow, that's right. So he got pissed off and went after them and went into a building pursuing them. And before you know it, here comes little G.I. Joe. Swinging down on a uh, just a regular little swing and a rope with the uh, sickle, was it? Or, yeah, or they, so they, 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 they rigged the scythe into a swing that they yeah. put into the the ceiling and and basically impaled him. Yeah, it was actually a clever little move. Yeah, it was pretty it was, good. wasn't too bad actually. It, was, it, made, it made more sense than the so, fucking piranha bath. So they took him out and then they turned him into a snowman. And then <laughs> uh, so then it's just it's just Rick. And Julie left. Rick and Julie, yep. They bore themselves up in a room in the second floor. And they fall No, asleep. let's not forget. They run. They run first. They, they, they're in the clear. Oh, that's right. They try to... Yeah, they they're run in the out. clear. They're running yeah. out there. And they go to shove on this boat. They're pushing... Trying to push up on the this boat, boat to get it in the water. But 
it's middle of the winter, folks. The lake is frozen. Yeah, there's not gonna be any. Yeah, there's not gonna go anywhere. Uh, so they're like, "Oh crap, this was stupid." So they run back to the house and board themselves in the upstairs room with light furniture, of course. And uh, they're sitting there waiting. And they fall asleep. They fall asleep. She cut wakes to, up. Cut to a instant stupid, cut. slow Ugh. motion shot. From above, of David climbing up a ladder. Doesn't show you where he's climbing to, why he's climbing to, how he got the ladder. Doesn't show any... He's not carrying anything, but it's a very slow shot of him ascending the ladder from above. It's terribly done. It's it's, it's horrible, guys. I mean, the movie falls apart really bad. and Like I said, the editing is non-existent. It's like they didn't even edit it. It's like they just shot it. Threw it together, or something. Chopped out so much. Well, anyway, little David, little Leaf, makes his way up the ladder, and she raises up to look. Uh, Julie, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julie, Julie. last lady alive in the movie, raises up to see what's going on, and all of a sudden he's got a spear in his hand, and he goes through the window and stabs her in the neck. Right in the neck. Yeah. Takes her out. She's just like, oh. She She just dies instantly. Just dies. Gone. Not even a word. The uh, Randy freaks out, runs over there, grabs it, takes a spear, throws it out of there, and starts commences to yell at the kids, uh, half-ass convincingly, right, right, that I'm all. going to kill you, yeah, and um, you know I'm going to kill all you little brats and all this shit. So he basically goes downstairs, stops to get dressed, yeah, <laughs> including a hat, including a hat, because it's very important <laughs> you have a hat so they can't see you. His little. <laughs> little golf hat fucking golfer hat yeah well, anyway he goes outside and what happens Chris uh so he he's trying to sneak outside he's trying to sneak out of the house while they're while they're busy running around Papa Doc making him into a snowman he tries to sneak out and he opens his door on the side of the house and as he's walking out they buried like three of uh three traps three of these bear traps three yeah. bear traps three no three toothless bear traps toothless yes in the snow and this motherfucker seems manages to hit all, all three three of them one leg two arms <laughs> he's stuck there he's twitching like he's having a fucking seizure it's hilarious he, some of the facial expressions they're laughable absolutely useless he, he's like they come up uh, and they stab him in the back no they, they don't stab him in the back they just the, come the up sister cuts his, cuts his throat they pull his head up yeah and they and they slowly and, and mind you these are children yeah Pull his head up, and he just and then he just slowly cut his throat. The worst looking blood effects, horrible. Yeah. And then so I everybody's believe dead. Everybody's finally dead. They get them all upstairs, and they dress them all up for like some little tea party yeah. thing. And a couple of freeze frame, senseless freeze frames. Yeah, every like ten seconds, there's a freeze frame for about a second, and then it, it continues on. It's just it's complete crap. They decide that they're gonna move on from the house and go find more people to play with. I, I think this is where the the title "People Toys" comes from because they made the. Uh, That's possible. They but made these people into their toys. Yeah, they just did, but then they left. Yeah, and then it ends, and then that's it. it. And the title card comes up. And instead of saying the end, it says the beginning. Oh dear oh, God! I hope clever. not. Please don't. How let clever, it. Jesus! I so, just... the, and, and, look, folks. I know it sounds like we don't know what we're talking about. Like we're jumping all over the place. <laughs> we went in the chronological order of the movie. That's how bad the fucking edit in this movie it is. Jumped and it out of sequence all over the place. Over. 
this movie was an hour and 28 minutes long. I think it was two and a half hours long. And they realized how nonsensical it was. And they decided to cut it. But by cutting it, they made it even more nonsensical. It is absolutely horrible. It's garbage. Yeah. So, all that being said, Chris, what are you going to rate this lovely motion picture? So, given the acting was terrible, the, the non, non, non-existent script, I, I swear to God, I think they're all ad-libbing. Uh, no direction at all. This was not fun. I am going with a five. This is my fiver. This is... Yep. This right here is um, a five... This is a five, which, uh, what was it again? It was, um, means, oh yeah, the five means you watch it once with friends, so bad it's bad, and take some sort of drug to erase from your memory. Yes. All right, what about you, If not, be completely wasted before you even watch it. Yeah, maybe get wasted before you watch it, and then, yeah. Because for me, it wasn't quite a five turd this time. Okay. Uh, I was more, I was... The, the music is laughable, uh-huh. so there were a couple of slightly amusing moments for me. Yes, the acting was pathetic. Yes, oh, God, yeah. Oh, the act, well, the acting's pathetic in most of the stuff we've watched so far anyway, but the, the acting is out the window uh-huh. Uh-huh. so long. I mean, the kids did okay. The adults completely sucked. I mean, it was funny. I actually gave more credit to the kids than I did the adults yeah, in this movie, I even though they were highly annoying little yeah. bastards. I can see that, though. They were definitely Story? I actually gave it like a two or three, you know, pretty high rating for the story because the actual premise was cool. Escape mental kids, you know, going on a killing rampage. It sounded cool. I was like, okay, great. Script, meh. Yeah, the dialogue was poor. It was all over the place. Yeah. Effects were lousy. Oh my god, they were so. I'm horrible. sorry, the they blood were... effects were lousy. It wasn't even blood. And it was. It was. It was sorry, and the direction. Uh, I don't even know if there was a director. There may have been one on there, but I think he walked off the project in yeah, the first couple of there days. was one that was uncredited. <laughs> I think he wants to stay uncredited. So. Yes. So, my friend, I am with you. I take five turds, roll them up in a big, I mean, a big ball. So you are going five. So you... I'm going five oh, on okay. this one because I'm going to roll up, roll them five turds into one big giant turd and slam dunk him in the toilet. I'm going to roll those five turds and I'm going to smoke the shit out of it literally. Yeah, I need to get this out of my memory. This was this was this was this was not fun. It was it was there's it was difficult to get through and it was so boring for the first 45 to 50 minutes of it. And it's yeah. only an hour and a half long. So And like I said, we do want y'all to watch it, but just yeah. just take heed and remember that this one has actually got I mean, they're not all winners, folks. Yeah, be I mean, intoxicated when you see this. Yes, cuz yes. that way at least the 70s music and stuff you'll get a kick out of. Oh it. yeah, absolutely. Actually uh, smoke weed when you watch it. That'll make more sense if you smoke weed probably. But, Matter of fact, I think you have to be on weed to understand this movie. Because uh, it 70s, was made in the seventies, you know, yeah, exactly. And, and Terry Bradshaw and, and, and Terry, Terry Hogan, yeah, Terry Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I, I call Rick Terry Bradshaw, Boss then I call him all them. Hulk Hogan. Not, so e- not even Boss Hogg could bring it home for no. this. No, uh, not at all. Little Leaf, you know, no total yeah. strikeout. But so. uh, that, like I said, the best the best thing about this movie was. The beginning, aka the end. Yeah, the oh my god. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Just I'm, oh, I'm glad yeah. it's over. Oh man. Uh, 
But it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun watching each of us experience all the pain in this movie. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's a lot get, of fun. You get a yeah. kick out of out of sharing the misery, you yeah. know, and laughing about it. And that's that's and that's the whole point. That's what it's all about. So, so for me, that's pretty much it, man. I'm done with this one. All right. So uh, where can they find us, James? They can find us on Facebook under uh-huh. What to Suck Podcast. We okay. are on Twitter. We are also on Instagram. Our podcasts are on castbox.fm. Uh huh. Uh huh. They are on iTunes. Okay. And we are also on Spotify. All right. And uh, yeah, get on the social media, guys. Uh, you know, send us your reviews of these movies if you end up watching them. Tell us what y'all think. Yeah, we'd love and to hear that. Send us uh, suggestions if you have any. If you know a movie that's that's really bad that you want us to watch, uh, let us know. We'll uh, we'll take a look at it. Absolutely. So until the next episode, I'm James. I'm Chris. Y'all take care, and we'll see you next time. God bless your souls. That sound is every driver's worst fear. How much will the repairs cost? Is it your engine, your transmission, or worse? A car breakdown could cost you thousands to repair, but not if you have CarShield. CarShield administrators pay your claims directly to the mechanic or dealer of your choice, saving you time and money. Call CarShield today before your next breakdown. Call 800-752-2149. That's 800-752-2149. Looking for a brew unique to you? Find it at Kroger. Discover distinctly different chameleon organic ground coffee with flavors like Guatemala and dark and handsome. They're so organic, so sustainable, and so good. Visit Kroger today to get yours.